welcome to Come Along With Me, a podcast for fans who have finished all ten seasons of Adventure Time and want to journey back through the land of Ooh in an episode-by-episode analysis of Cartoon Network's most mathematical TV show. I am Laura the Human. And I'm KK, also the human. This is chapter 2.13, The Pods, boarded by Kent Osborne and Somalay Xiaphone. In this episode of Come Along With Me, you scream, I scream, we all scream for evil baby pigs in silly costumes. <laughs> This podcast contains full spoilers for all of Adventure Time, including the Distant Land special Together Again. If you haven't finished the series, turn back now. While Jake's out training for the next day's ice cream marathon, he and Finn stumble upon a gnome knight who was turned into a frog. The gnome is near death, but needs someone to take on his quest before he dies. Said quest is to protect three beans, two of which are good, but one of which is evil. While Jake thinks the quest is stupid, Finn, of course, agrees to it, freeing the frog knight. Guarding beans is pretty boring, so Jake suggests they plant the beans and then just kill whichever one is evil. They do so, but fall asleep as they grow. When they wake, they find a giant pod has grown, filled with tiny baby pigs and cute little costumes. Finn is suspicious they might be evil, but after having them write a test, they seem totally innocent and also, apparently, allergic to ice cream. The second pod grows and is filled with rainbow sparkle wands, which also clearly can't be evil. Finn and Jake therefore decide to play with these cute little piggies before the third evil pod grows and they slay it. They play all day and get so tuckered out they fall asleep again. When they wake up, the third pod bursts open and is filled with ice cream. But ice cream can't be evil, which means it was the pigs all along! Finn and Jake rush to the sound of screams and find them terrorizing a village with the use of the magical wands. Jake quickly becomes paralyzed by a dancing spell. Finn thinks quickly and remembers the pig's allergy to ice cream and uses that pod to explode them into flowers and butterflies. Jake then channels his intense love of ice cream to clean up the town before setting off for the ice cream marathon. Another just really fun episode. Yeah, but this hits different after Together Again. <laughs> oh, it so does, because for those who haven't seen Together Again in a while, the episode begins with them, like, exploring this m- magical ice cream cavern with apparently the greatest ice cream ever. Um, and, of course, that's all revealed to be, like, this really in-depth illusion that Finn's having after he's died or he's remembering the good times he used to have with his dead brother. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a moment where the gnome knight says, I'm on the verge of death, and Jake says, oh, well, you should just let go, man. Yeah, which is, again, a very Jake thing, knowing just how quickly he just, you know, accepted Nirvana, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, it, you know, it, it's just, it is just a really fun early Adventure Time, Finn and Jake having fun adventures story, but those all hit differently after Together Again. <laughs> uh, we do have a bonus episode on Together Again. If you haven't listened to that, uh, you know, we had a good time with it. So uh, feel free to go back and listen to that. Yeah, it's a great episode. I mean, the episode itself, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm proud of that, too. But. <laughs> the Gnome Knight is Dee Bradley Baker of every oh. single animal in animated which also he's an is he's he allowed a, to voice actual talking people yeah remember he's also party god oh right of course but yeah. that, i guess that guy they have to be animal people though. right that's why he was turned into a frog so that d bradley baker could voice him yeah otherwise like i'm pretty sure a witch cursed him and he's just not allowed to 
to play human people in any capacity. Uh, what's your favorite part of the episode, Laura? Just how cute the piglets are. Like, they're <laughs> so over-the-top cute that I knew immediately, like, maybe I was just remembering from when I first watched this, like, however many years ago. But I was like, okay, they're definitely evil. <laughs> you can't be that cute and not be evil. I really like the test that Finn gives them. Uh, are you bad evil? Do you have any allergies? Do you hate good? What is your middle name? Those are the questions on the test. Poorly and spelled. Really, really, poor Finn really needs to go to some sort of school. No, who taught him to read and write? I mean, the answer is Jake probably, right? Yikes. I mean, isn't there an episode way down the line where we see that Finn has been attending school with Lemon Hope? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah! And my my personal headcanon for that is Princess Bubblegum has been trying to get him to attend school for years, and he's just consistently avoided it at all costs. And this was a case for him, for her to be like, but it's for good, Finn! You want to be good, right? And um, to basically trick him into doing even a modicum of education. <laughs> That's great. I also really like the voice acting where uh, Jake is like, really? We have to do the bean quest? <laughs> Which is me sometimes at myself when doing certain side quests in video games. <laughs> to do the okay, yes, ones. I know, Ganon, he's going to take over the entire world, but I need to collect all these Korok seeds. <laughs> the ability to eat as much as you want without feeling too full is one of the Jake things I'm most envious of. <sighs> me too. Like, like weight gain, I don't care about, but just... You know, that At delicious, a point, you delicious thing. Can't yeah, exactly. More, right? It hurts more to eat. Yeah, I would love, yeah, I would love if just one day I couldn't, like, I couldn't get full and I couldn't have, like, any negative repercussions from, you know, eating infinite amounts and I could just, like, go to a fancy, you know, a real fancy buffet and just stay there all day, you know? Ugh, yeah, that's the dream. That's the dream. One more reason that we're both Jakes and not Finns. Listen, going <laughs> out and saving the world constantly sounds freaking exhausting. <laughs> What's your favorite type of ice cream, though? Uh, chocolate, chocolate chip cookie dough. What about you? I'm I'm generally a fan of things with chunks in it. So I agree. Uh, cookie dough is definitely up there. I love me so anything with like peanut butter in it, like chocolate peanut butter combo is mm, like yeah. my to die for. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it's probably one of those two. I just really love me some chunks. Chunks. Chunky monkey. Yeah, that's, no, because banana sucks. <laughs> no bananas. <laughs> Laura is a real banana hater, guys. Banana, the smell of a banana, it it like gives me a real gag reflex and it's honestly like there are other foods i dislike but this one's the most intense and the most inconvenient because like it's the most common where like someone will be eating a banana in the kitchen or in the lunchroom at work and obviously i can't be ask people don't eat bananas because it's an incredibly common and popular food it's not like i'm actually allergic to it i just I have to, like, excuse myself whenever somebody's eating a banana in my vicinity. The three flavors that Jake mentions are vanilla, caramel, and peach ice cream, which is a strange combo, Jake. Yeah, I, I can't say I want them all together, but isn't that weirder than, say, Neapolitan? I guess, yeah. I mean, those aren't Neapolitan flavors. No, though. but, like, 
chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry are also... You're right, and they're tasty together, so maybe I shouldn't judge. I mean, I'm personally not a big fan of strawberry flavor, um, but I don't hate it. Like, I'll eat it if you give it to me. It's just never something I would choose. What did fruit ever do to you, Laura? Well, in Banana's case, uh, I was six. I went to lunch at a summer camp, and I had a rotten banana in my bag, and I got over all my lunch and everything in my backpack. (laughs) That's what it did to me, KK. (laughs) This is the proud return of the evicted singer guy. Evicted singer? Oh, the huh, kind of lumpy space princess sounding guy? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the one who's like, So they set out to find themselves a new house. <laughs> I think this one was something like, So they planted the beans. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> I do like that Finn is immediately suspicious of the cute pigs because it does feel that he learned from the gnomes from the Enchiridion episode and also from Marceline who of course had him fight the, the cute marshmallow plant was it? Uh, yes I think so. It was definitely a plant. It was definitely Dimple a plant. plant. The dimple plant. Dimple plant. plant that yeah. makes sense. So he's been learning. That doesn't fare well for their grade point average. <laughs> Do you even know what a grade point average is, Finn? (laughs) I also really like, it's a wand that poops glitter. What's gooder than that? I mean, we say that, and don't get me wrong, I would love me a wand that poops glitter. Um, But I'm not sure if a wand that compels you to dance is good. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I guess it's uh, only a weapon in the hands of the evil, but it's not pure good. This seems like something, like, it's only, sure, it's only... you can do a lot of just trolling with that, you know? That's a trope I really like, by the way, the uncontrollable dancing. Agreed. Um, it's part of the reason I really am a f- fond of bard classes and, and role-playing games. And then there have been actual dancing plagues throughout history, which is fascinating to me because it definitely sounds like something that should not have happened in real-world history, you know? I know we've wrecked this before, but Sawbones, the medical history podcast, has an excellent episode on dancing plagues. Yeah, it's just, it's wild <laughs> that that humans, that like groups of humans just st- spontaneously started dancing and wouldn't stop. And it's just fascinating to look into why on earth would that even happen. I like that the pigs explode into flowers and butterflies, diamonds and cherries. <laughs> I agree, too. It also reminded me of that bit from Obsidian at the end, where the dragon turns into, like, that cat butterfly. Oh, yeah. So, like, that felt like a nice just bit of continuity art style-wise. Speaking about lessons that Finn may or may not have learned, he has not learned to not accept quests without getting the full details. (laughs) No. Irresponsibly responsible. Uh, I feel like... You could get him to do anything if you just called it a quest. Probably. Finn, can you quest by helping me clean up my room? <laughs> I like at the end when Finn is defeating all the evil piglets with the ice cream pod. He begins by just doing a whole bunch of ice cream puns and then just gives up and goes, I'm fighting you with ice cream. Yeah, he says, freeze to meet you. Hope you saved room for dessert. Killing you with ice cream. God. God. <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's another really fun, cute episode. Yeah, I I like this episode. 
like this episode a lot. And I, I think one of my favorite parts is also when Jake is so dead serious about having, he's like, I always have room for ice cream, Finn. He seems always. so hurt that sh- that he would have even implied that he might eventually not have room for more ice cream. <laughs> yeah. There's some blue blue linguistics biz. Finn says rhombus as sort of a affirmation. <laughs> so that's, you know, going back to the OG math references. And then also cram as a, a interjection, which I think might we might have heard already. I feel like we've heard cram. Oh, he says cram. Now I must find these wicked piglets' weakness and use it to retribute them. <laughs> I love how Finn sometimes pulls out these really long, fancy words, but uses them in slightly weird formations. Yes, it's great. It's really and it's cute and it's consistent. It's cute and it's consistent. Oh, Finn, I think the main takeaway here is we really should get you to school. (laughs) Okay, uh, Laura, do you have any media recommendations for us today? I would like to recommend the comic Lumberjanes. Ooh. Right, it's a series of comics uh, by Shannon Waters, Grace Ellis, Brooklyn Allen, and Noelle Stevenson, who we might know from the She-Ra reboot. It's about a group of girls who go to a summer camp for, you know, strong lady types. Um, uh, Only it's a magical summer camp with all sorts of weird things lurking in the woods, like monsters and uh, Greek gods and mermaids and the like and and the like. And I like it for a few reasons. Uh, It had a lot, it has a lot of focus on like really cute things, uh, which I feel like the super cute piglets in this episode or like that baby cat from a couple episodes ago really reminded me of it's also very very gay and i appreciate that in my comics (laughs) also can i say i've now read slash watch three things that noelle stevenson has worked on and i've noticed one really recurring trope gay well i mean that's not a trope that's just (sighs) a fact (laughs) No, specifically, Noelle Stevenson really loves her friends to enemies to lovers trope so much. <laughs> it's been in She-Ra, it's been in Nimona, it's been in Lumberjanes. And I just appreciate a writer who knows what tropes they like, and gosh darn it, they're gonna keep putting it in. Thank you for joining KK and Laura the Humans on Come Along With Me. Uh, please rate us on iTunes. There's a link in our description. We'd really appreciate it. It helps other people find the show. Uh, you can email us at adventuretimepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Come Along With Me, where the last E is a three. And Instagram, Tumblr, and TikTok at Adventure Time Pod. Now come on, grab your friends, and go to very distant lands. Mm-hmm.